Welcome to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. We welcome you to come and join us as we explore the Word of God to open up new levels of glory for every believer to come in closer to the Father. Join Apostle Calvin as he shares the Word of God as the Lord Jesus has revealed it unto him to share with the body of Christ. the glorified ministries and welcome to another broadcast centered around the kingdom of god welcome welcome i'm glad y'all able to join us today for another journey excursion into god's kingdom amen we operate in the kingdom our eyes are open to the kingdom our hearts are open to the kingdom our devotion and our love is for the king of kings and his kingdom amen so it is a revelation Amen. That changes our lives. Amen. Changes our perspective, our vision, our scope. Amen. It is that which is done in the kingdom. Amen. Which is activated by the Lord, energized by the Lord. Amen. You could even say that it is that which the Lord invests in. The Lord korbabrimas ibreborabokushatabo finances, the things of the kingdom of God, amen, if your heart is right, amen, your eyes are are single, amen, then the Lord prospers you in in his kingdom. He increases you in his kingdom, amen. I want to start in Matthew, the book of Matthew chapter 7, amen, verses 28 and 29, amen. All the all these words are important. There's no small word of God. Amen. All the words of God can change your life. Amen. One word can change your trajectory, your course, your life. Amen. Set you on the right path. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 28 and 29. And so it was. When Jesus ended these sayings that the people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. There's a such thing as comparison, and then there's a such thing as contrast. This is a contrast. Amen. For Jesus taught as one having authority, not like the scribes and Pharisees. And so the, the, the implication of what is, is being inferred here is that the scribes and Pharisees did not teach as one having authority. Amen. And Jesus did. So you ask yourself, what is the difference? Jesus had authority. Amen. He not only taught as one having authority, he actually had the authority And that authority was from his father, God, and that authority was from heaven. Amen. So authority comes from the father and authority comes. It comes from heaven. Amen. And so Jesus is teaching. Amen. Had the anointing on it. Amen. It was confirmed of God that this teaching. Amen. It's backed up by the Father God and it's backed up by heaven. Amen. And so Jesus, when he taught, he also, he did signs and wonders and miracles and healings and deliverance for the Lord confirmed that word was his word. Amen. He spoke the Father's words. And so heaven would back him up. And so that was the difference between Jesus and the scribes and Pharisees who talked, amen, but heaven was not backing, backing them up. In St. John chapter 6, St. John chapter 6, St. John chapter 6, verse 27, St. John chapter 6, verse 27. Jesus says, do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life, 
which the Son of Man will give you, because God the Father has set his seal on him. And so this is another example of verbiage that Jesus was authorized by the Father, that God the Father set his seal on him. Amen. And you know the way of a kingdom. Amen. And olden days, especially, the king had a signet ring. Amen. And so something was official if the king sealed it with his signet ring. Amen. It was it was official. It was it was right. It was authorized. So letters and proclamations and decrees, amen, were sealed. Amen. That that there was wax, amen, that was was melted and, and put on a thing and sealed. Amen. With the emblem of the signet ring, which was the emblem that it belonged to the king, only the king. Amen. And so the Bible declares that God set his seal on Jesus. He authorized him. He was was working in the king's capacity. Amen. He, He was operating, amen, by the official authorization of the king. Amen. He set his seal. The Bible says we are sealed also with the Holy Spirit of promise that by the Holy Spirit, we operate from God. That's another revelation. Amen. God gave us his spirit. Amen. We're born of his spirit. And then the Bible says, be filled with his spirit. Amen. Speak that heavenly language, language of of angels and even of men and heavenly language. Amen. To show that you are sealed of the Lord. Amen. That you are operating at the pleasure of the Lord, at the capacity, which is of the Lord. Amen. So authority comes from God and authority comes from heaven. Amen. It is real. It can be seen as in the life of Jesus that it is, in the life of the scribes and Pharisees that it was not. They did not operate. They did not teach under that authority which came from from heaven. Amen. Let me say it this way, that when you flow in the authority which is of the Lord, then the Lord will anoint you and enlighten you. Amen. It is like you are highlighted, like there's a neon light on you when you're operating by the authority which is of heaven. Amen. The anointing of God and the authority of God and the power of God. Amen. Whether someone would acknowledge it or not acknowledge it. Amen. There's a difference. Amen. With the person that is operating under the authority of the Lord. Amen. And there's prerequisite. And I'll get into that for operating. You know, it's it's not because you want to. It's not because men say so. It is God himself. Amen. Who sets his seal upon those to, to operate those who know his authority, that know about his authority, that flow with his authority. In other words, you you operate in concert with God. Amen. Submitted unto God. Amen. You cannot operate in power without knowing about submission. There will always be an element of submission for you to operate in power. Submit yourself to God. Resist the devil and he will flee. Submit yourself. Under the mighty hand of God, the Bible declares, amen. So so to get results against the devil, you have to submit to God. And in so doing, you show that you are one. You are are acknowledging his ways are right and that the ways of heaven is right. And the judgments of heaven is right. And the justice of heaven is right. And it's what this earth realm needs. We need the operation of God in this earth. Amen. The Bible talks about days of heaven in this earth realm. Amen. For the earth to be kissed by heaven. Amen. To be under the influence 
of heaven, the acknowledgement that God is right, the acknowledgement that heaven is right, the acknowledgement that God is righteous. And that's where righteousness comes from, not what you want to do, amen, but that which is, which is of the Lord. So to work for God, you have to be under his authority, amen. You know, I pack a lot in these messages, but I admonish you to, to catch every word to operate for God, you have to operate under his authority. Amen. So that is the acknowledgement of God, the acknowledgement of heaven. Amen. In Luke chapter 20, the book of Luke chapter 20, Verses 1 through 8, amen. You're going to have to acknowledge God's authority. You're going to have to acknowledge heaven's authority. Amen. Praise be to God. It's, it's not about opinions, amen. Opinions are like this. Everyone has an opinion. Amen. But the more words you get, then your opinions disappear and you are grounded in the truth. Amen. So your opinions disappear. You are convinced. Amen. And so those who are convinced, then they are convicted or they have convictions. Amen. They are certain. Amen. Of what God has said and how God has dealt, dealt with them. Amen. In the book of Luke, chapter 20, verses 1 through 8. It says, Now it happened on one of those days as Jesus taught the people in the temple and preached the gospel that the chief priests and the scribes together with the elders confronted him. So that's, that's a little almost violent. Amen. As Jesus talked that they confronted him. Amen. That, that is that they were bowed up, so to speak, as, as, as we say. Amen. And spoke to him saying, tell us, by what authority are you doing these things? Or who gave you this authority? By what authority and who gave you the, the authority? And he answered and said to them, I also would ask you one thing and answer me. The baptism of John, was it from heaven or from men? They reason among themselves, saying, if we say from heaven, he will say, why then did you not believe him? But if we say from men, all of people will stone us, for they are persuaded that John was a prophet. So they answered that they did not know where it was from. And Jesus said to them, neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. In other words, there must be an acknowledgement of heaven's authority. The baptism of John, where did it come from? Well, it came from heaven. Amen. And the, the scribes and the Pharisees and the elders, their refusal to acknowledge that it was from heaven means that they were not subject to the authority that was from heaven. They did not honor the authority that was from heaven. If they did not receive the baptism of John, they would not receive the doctrine by which Jesus taught that it came from, it came from heaven. Amen. So that is so important. I, I, I cannot emphasize that enough. That true authority does not come from man. And true authority does not come from the earth. It does not come from the world. Amen. That true authority comes from the Lord. And it, it is so, it is the handling of God's authority. Amen. 
It is the regard for God's authority. Amen. That shows that you're honoring God. The kingdom of God is based on honor. Amen. Especially the honor of Jesus, who is the treasure. Amen. You go to a country, you say, you know, what currency is honored here? <laughs> well, in the kingdom of God, the currency that is honored here is Jesus. Amen. So you must honor Jesus. The Bible says to honor the Father. You cannot honor the Father without honoring Jesus. Amen. The treasure, the currency. Amen. And so when you honor the king, amen, that's what you're doing. And you're honoring the kingdom. Amen. So to operate in the kingdom, you have to honor the king, Jesus, and the Father God. And you have to honor, you have to honor Jesus. Amen. And so the truth was that John's John the Baptist's authority came from heaven, and they would not acknowledge it. That is, that is so important. Amen. Because the Bible declares every good and perfect gift comes down from above, from the Father of lights, in whom there is no variableness, nor shadow of turning. Amen. So that which comes from God must be honored. In other words, that which comes from heaven, amen, sent from heaven, that which comes from the rarefied air of heaven, the presence of the Lord, which is sent, amen, as a gift must be honored, amen. So everybody has an opinion, but that's not how the kingdom of God operates, Amen. You must have a revelation of the kingdom to get the benefit of the kingdom. Amen. It's not what you want. It's not what you think. It's not even what you say if it does not line up with the Lord. Amen. And God has called all of us. Amen. Those that are born again to operate by the dictates of the kingdom, the operation, so to speak, of the kingdom of God, the rules of the kingdom, the statutes of the kingdom, the ways, the principles of the kingdom. Amen. Those who are a part of a, a royal household. Amen. You don't operate against that household. You, you, you don't write exposés against the king. You don't write exposés against the queen. Amen. You, you, you don't do that. Amen. You don't, you don't operate in rebellion against that house, that household, that royal household. And surely not the Lord's house. Amen. The royal household, which is of the Lord. Amen. And so there are keys. There are keys. There are keys. Amen. To heavenly authority. So that's what I want to deal with the keys to heavenly authority. The true authority comes from heaven. It has the seal of the Lord. Amen. And, and this I say when, because I, I, I deal with things that the Lord gives me. The Lord gives me heavenly things and I have to relay them to those that are in the earth realm. Even the body of Christ using verbiage Amen. To, 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 to help you to understand. And so there is a thing I'm, I'm trying to, to, to explain. There's a thing that when you are born again, your eyes are supposed to be open. Amen. To the kingdom. You, you begin to take your first step. In other words, the kingdom of God was already operating, man. It was humming. It was going. It was flowing. And so when you got born again, your eyes became open. You began to take steps. In other words, Angels were already ascending and descending and going back and forth. And there were those that were operating in the kingdom and they were running in the power of God, operating in the power of God. And your eyes became open to this realm and this world. And you begin to take steps in the kingdom and run in the kingdom and take your assignment. So this is what I'm trying to understand. 
you to, to understand. I'm trying to get you to understand. Amen. So, so in the kingdom, you are given a place, a measure. Amen. A, yeah, a mode of operation, a place of operation. And you are given rank. Amen. But if you know anything about God, you, you know that you don't come in dictating that you're a high rank. Amen. The Bible says all through the Bible that you must learn submission. <laughs> so when you, you entered and there was so much excitement and activity and things were moving and grooving, you have to fall into your place in rank and begin to operate and show, amen, that you're a faithful servant, yielded to that rank that God has given unto you, appreciating that rank, but also acknowledging those of other rank. Amen. In the kingdom, your eyes became open. <laughs> I go back to the scripture, the baptism of John. Was it of heaven or was it of man? Simple question. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> Paper, plastic. <laughs> Simple. Amen. Was it of heaven? Amen. Y'all are smart. Y'all are scribes, teachers. Amen. Scribes and Pharisees. Was it of heaven or was it of man? So we see two things. Authority can only be of heaven, but men also think that they can make authority, flake authority, shape authority. And so there are operations that are not of God, but of man. That's right. Amen. And so you're going to have to acknowledge the authority, which is of the Lord. Amen. The I'm getting off a little bit, but in Revelations, it talks about that you have tried those who said that they were apostles and were not. Amen. What's the difference? An apostle's authority comes from heaven. You'll have to answer that question. <laughs> Man. Amen. Not necessarily the person that says that they're apostle. You're going to have to answer that question. Amen. For that one that said that they were an apostle. The authority. Amen. Is it of heaven or is it of man? Because most people say, what man did you get that authority from? I, I don't hear too many people talk about, amen, did your authority come from heaven? I promise you I don't. I don't hear it. Amen. So me and my wife, we're apostles of the Lord. I don't, I don't have to get into that. Our authority came from heaven. Jesus called us unto himself and began to teach us the ways of the, the kingdom. I, I, can, I can tell you specific things as the Lord Jesus had come to us and, and taught us his ways and told us to teach this message of the kingdom. Amen. So the question is, and it's, it, is, it is not for me because my job is to do the will of God. Amen. Whether people agree or don't agree, my job is to do God's will. That, in fact, that's all I'm supposed to do. That's all my wife that we are supposed to do. And so our authority comes from heaven. So I was trying to describe it then. You get born again, amen. Usually, you, 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 you go to a church that teach the sound, sound doctrine and you submit to that pastor, amen. And even the elders, and, and you begin to serve and show yourself faithful. Amen. You may be called up, amen, and anointed as an elder as, as you prove yourself in service and partake of the oil of the house, the oil that flows down from the head. You, you are not, hallelujah, a, a lone ranger. Amen. You're, you're not a freelancer. Amen. Ay, ay, ay. Holy Ghost. Mm. You must show that you recognize authority and you must be submitted to God's authority. Amen. To, to work for God, to operate for God. You, you, you have to. If not, you are rebellious. And I'll, I'll show you that. 
in the word of God. <laughs> Boy, I have a lot to get to. And the Lord is stopping me on some things, which is good. Amen. Matthew chapter eight. Amen. It's his show. <laughs> Matthew chapter five, chapter eight, <clears throat> verses five through 10. Now, when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him pleading with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. The satyrian answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak the word. Hallelujah. My servant will be healed for I also am a man under authority. I want you to get that. Hallelujah. A centurion is just that. He, he is a leader. He's a he is like a captain over a hundred. You know, it could it could be more, a little bit more, a little bit less. But usually a centurion is over a band of hundreds. Amen. And so he has people under him. So so he's saying in that realm that I operate, I understand authority. Why? Because I'm under authority. You cannot understand authority unless you, you are a person who is under authority. Amen. <clears throat> For I also am a man under authority. That's verse nine. Having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. And when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, Surely I say to you, I have not found such great faith not in all of Israel. So his understanding of authority that Jesus equates with faith. Amen. Why? Because faith is about getting things done. Amen. Getting folks saved by faith, getting folks healed by faith, prospering by faith, believing God's word. Amen. Continuing in God's, in God's word. Faith comes, the Bible says, by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So faith in God's word gets the results or the fruit of God's word. It gets things done. And so the Centurion says, he says, for I also am a man under authority. So first of all, he says, I too or I also. So he's saying, he's recognizing that Jesus is under authority. He said, Jesus is Lord. Yes, amen. But the Bible says that Jesus is subject to the Father. Amen. That the Father's head over Jesus. And that Jesus did the will of God. The Father, amen. Subject to the Father, did the will of the Father, amen. And so I won't go into it much, but submission to the one that gave you authority made you one with their authority. Submission to the one that gave the authority, amen, made you one. So even though you were submitted you get the benefit of the crown or the one, the Lord, the Father God, that gave the authority. Amen. And so this centurion evidently been watching Jesus. <laughs> I like these people. They be just hiding out or, or, or watching Jesus. <laughs> Amen. It's like the woman with the issue of blood. Amen. She's been watching him. Amen. For she said, if I may but touch the hem of his garment. Amen. She'd been watching how Jesus operated. The centurion had been watching how Jesus operated. He got the job done. And things bowed to Jesus. Amen. Because Jesus was subject to heaven's authority. He came as the son of man. Anointed. How God anointed the son of man. Hallelujah. Whom God anointed. Yes. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> what else I want to say? So he, he recognized that Jesus was under authority. He, he recognized authority in his realm. He was a soldier. So he knew how things operated. But he also recognized that Jesus was operating in another realm. So he submitted himself to Jesus, though he may have been a great 
person in the military. He may have been a great person in the eyes of men. Oh, I wish you could get this. A man that, that he may, he may be one that is known of man. He may be one that is educated, that has degrees, that has jobs, that has accolades, that has bona fides. And yet all of that must be submitted to Jesus in his realm. Amen. <laughs> What's his realm? The kingdom. The kingdom. Amen. Amen. We don't we don't appoint people because they 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 have a degree. Amen. We don't appoint people. Amen. Because they have a profession, a job, a business, a money. Holy Ghost, are, are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. The centurion recognized Jesus and he submitted to that. That Jesus was operating in the kingdom of God. It's the kingdom that he needed results in. Amen. His, his servant was sick and he cared about him. He was paralyzed and in pain. And he says, I'm not worthy that you should come to my house. Speak the word only, my servant shall be healed. And so Jesus marveled, amen, that this was great faith. I haven't even seen such faith in, in Israel, amen. In the uh, other account of this in Luke, I'll just turn it to Luke chapter 7 and verse 8. Luke chapter 7 and verse 8. He's, it says, for I also am a man. I like the King James, it says, set under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. So the operative word is to be set. So to be set, someone has to set you. Where did your authority come from? To be set, amen. Someone has to set you. Somebody authorized, appointed him centurion, amen. Jesus was set by the Father God, amen. He was, he was sealed, amen. With the, with the Holy Spirit, he was sealed by, by the Father. So set, it means to arrange in an orderly manner, to, to be appointed to operate, amen, within order or the construct of authority. So the, the main picture of authority is order, is order. <laughs> and in the kingdom of God, it is divine order, amen. That I won't get into it, but the Lord gave me a vision of heaven. Everything flowed in divine order. There was nothing out of place. Everything was it, it, like a symphony. It flowed together. Every movement, every person, every citizen of heaven, every sight uh, and every sound flowed in divine order. There was nothing out of order Amen. in heaven. So set means to arrange in an orderly manner. In other words, God is a God of order. You know, people use that scripture that God is not the author of confusion. That means that God is a God of divine order. He, he takes things that are out of order and he brings them into divine order. I think about the demoniac at the tomb of the Gadarenes. That man was out of order. That man was cutting himself, amen, crying out, amen, that every time they tried to put irons on him, he would, he would break the irons like splinters, amen, wow, amen, out of order, amen, here comes Jesus, <laughs> amen, and the man bowed to him, amen, and Jesus Cast out that legion. Amen. And the Bible declares 
that he was the man. When Jesus got finished with him, he was clothed and in his right mind. <laughs> man. Somewhere they found him some clothes that fit him. He was clothed. Jesus brought peace and divine order. Think about the chaos. All that was out of order. Pigs everywhere running violently down a cliff. Amen. What a, what a picture of disorder. Holy Ghost. And Jesus set that thing in order. Amen. Got rid of the pigs. <laughs> Got rid of the, 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 the pigs. Amen. And the man was clothed and in his right mind, wanting to serve Jesus. Jesus says, no, preach here that you are a bigger testimony. I want you to stay here and, and tell what great things the Lord has, has done for you. Amen. So what am I trying to say? The kingdom of God brings divine order. And so to flow with the kingdom, amen, you must be set in that place that God has placed you. Amen. So when you enter, let's just use the military analogy. Amen. If, if there are commanders over you in rank, you know, there's captains and majors and generals. I just want you to understand, just to see, that when you entered in as a private, you did not try to push, push the general out the way. You did not tell the general you don't know what you're, you're talking about. You did not take, try to take the general's place. Amen. So the military is, is an apt example, amen, that when you entered into that kingdom, Boom, you, you hit the ground running, but in ranks, amen. No one was out of rank, amen. So together in rank, amen, we destroy the forces of darkness, amen. That is so important because we are not a part of his, his rebellious spirit. So to be set means to be set by God, amen. To be appointed by God, to be authorized by the Lord. I too am a man set under. You, you must be under authority first. Amen. So Jesus is God and he is Lord, yet he is subject to the Father. Amen. Authority works because authority is recognized. You must be a person that recognizes authority. Amen. So let's look at another military man. Amen. That wanted something from the kingdom of God. Turn with me to Second Kings. Second Kings, we'll see another military man that was um, that was supposed to be under authority. Second Kings chapter five. Second Kings chapter five. He wanted something out of the kingdom of God. Amen. What he needed would have to come out of the kingdom. Verse one, now Naaman, commander of the army of the king of Syria, was a great and honorable man in the eyes of his master because by him the Lord had given victory to Syria. He also was a mighty man of valor, but a leper, amen. So I want you to see where Naaman's greatness came from. Let's, let's read it again. For Naaman, commander of the army of the king of Syria, was a great and honorable man in the eyes of his master. So the king of Syria, amen, had given Naaman a great place and saw him as a great and honorable man because the God had given him victory. Amen. I, this, this is very important. I don't have time to teach it, but this is very important. So, so God had given the victory, and so the man had rose up to be great because God had given the victory. And so the king saw him as someone great, and God had given the victory. <laughs> verses 9, for the sake of time, verses 9 through 11. So Naaman had leprosy. And he sought to be healed, and he was told about Elisha, amen. And so he went to seek out Elisha, amen, to get healing from 
from the leprosy. Verse nine, then Naaman went with his horses and chariot and he stood at the door of Elisha's house. And Elisha sent a messenger to him saying, go and wash in the Jordan seven times and your flesh will be restored to you and you shall be clean, amen. So this quote unquote great man, he stood at the door of the house of Elisha. So he expected Elisha to come to him and acknowledge him. I want you to see this, where his greatness came from, his authority came from. He wanted Elijah, who was the man of God, to acknowledge or bow to him whose greatness and authority was coming from man. So it's obvious that he wanted Elijah to come out to him. He stood at the door waiting. <laughs> and he, Elijah sent his servant, Gehazi, to tell him what to do. But Naaman, verse 11, became furious, went away and said, Indeed, I said to myself, he will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and wave his hand over the place and heal the leprosy. So presumptuous that he already had it in his mind. Amen. So he's a great man. And so this is how he wanted it done. Amen. He he won't and apparently he's he's used to you know some soothsayers or, or, or something like that because he had this image of how he wanted it done. For the man of God to come out and to you know do some theatrics and wave his arms. Amen. Don't you see how that was would line up with the his his assessment of his greatness, amen, for the man of God to do that. But he did not do that. He sent the servant. He really blessed him. I'm talking about Elisha really blessed him. And I don't know if you can see this, amen. He was in pride. Naaman was in pride. He was not in position to receive. That's right. Amen. So you see how merciful God was to to put him in position to receive, he would have to be humble. Why? God resists the proud. He resisted him. He's trying to get healed, but God is resisting him. Amen. He has to be humbled. Amen. And so Elijah sends his servant, tell him to wash in the Jordan. He's furious. But when he is told, listen, if he had told you some great thing to do, you would have done it. And so he he comes to him to his senses, so to speak, and humbles himself, and he does it. He washes seven times, and his flesh is made whole. Amen. His leprosy is completely healed, completely removed. He received of the kingdom of God. Holy Ghost. I'm trying to show you how to receive from the kingdom of God. It's not about that natural place. Amen. Now I'll, I'll say this. We don't embellish ourselves. Everything I say is to be profitable and try to be helpful. That me and my wife, we are apostles. We have seen God do great signs, wonders, and miracles. That is no lie. Before God, that is, that is, that is not a lie. We could help more people if they would acknowledge that the ministry Apostle Calvin and Vivian, is it from heaven or is it from man? It's from heaven. If 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 you acknowledge, recognize that it is it is from heaven. I am nothing. I'm a vessel. <laughs> Amen. But God does what he wants, and he chooses whom he wants, and he anoints whom he wants. And there is an element of humility even with that. The the, the willingness. I won't go into that. Amen. To be emptied out of self. To go by the way of the wilderness. All those things that God put us through and tested us. To be counted worthy. The, the Bible says that. To be counted worthy of the, of the ministry. Amen. The Lord counted me worthy of the ministry. Amen. So we could help more if there was an acknowledgement that the ministry is from heaven. 
And the authority by which we do things is from heaven. Amen. Sealed of God. See, all this is tied together. We're sealed of God, appointed by God, sent by God. Amen. To set the captives free. Amen. Open prison doors. Eyes that are blind to heal the blind. Amen. The sick. Amen. I've, I've seen many, many people heal. Amen. But we try to, to prepare you to receive. Naaman had to be prepared to receive. He had to humble himself. Amen. To receive of the kingdom of God. So two military men, the centurion man recognized authority. And then Naaman, who did not recognize authority at first, <laughs> amen. But as he was humbled, then he recognized God's authority, amen. And he flowed with God's authority. Obedience is how you flow with God's authority. Obedience by the Spirit. The Spirit of God can carry you. The Spirit of God can be the wind in your sails. It can be the wind behind you as you begin to do what God has said, the will of God, amen. Obedience to do the will of God the will of God. Amen. So you must not only honor God, but his kingdom or his system. So the kingdom of God is also a system which if honored, it brings divine order. Amen. So what's the opposite of this? The opposite of divine order is chaos. The, the opposite of the spirit of God that brings things to divine order is the spirit of rebellion that brings things into chaos and disorder. The devil is not able to bring order. Amen. The devil wants to put a boot on your neck. Amen. Be, be wary of those systems, communism, socialism, all that stuff. It, it has no ability within it to produce Peace. It has no ability within it for people to be happy and blissful, amen, and flourishing and thriving. It has no ability, amen. It, it wants to um, coerce. It, it wants to, Lord, what's the word? To force you into submission. That, that is not peace. That is not divine order. So you need to know that. Amen. I'm, I'm, I'm preaching on the keys to heavenly authority. But you, you need to know that some examples of that, which is not of God, which is not heavenly, heavenly authority. Amen. Praise be to God. So there are keys in Matthew. Matthew. Matthew chapter 16, verses 13 through 19. There are keys to operating in heavenly authority. Amen. You must be submitted to heavenly authority in order to operate by heavenly authority. And you will be tested because when you were born into the kingdom, you were activated. You began to move. And so the first thing you need to do is to take your place. The Bible says how when Christ ascended on high, he gave gifts unto men, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the equipping, for the, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry. So God gave you ministers to help you find your place and begin to operate in your place. The anointing oil, the authority, amen, many times is seen through the anointing. So the anointing oil, you will begin to partake of the anointing oil that's over your head, that comes down from, from the head. Amen. The, the commanded blessing, Psalms 133, that, that place, amen, how good, pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. There will be divine order. There will be unity and you will be a partaker of the oil. The same oil that is in the head over you will work in your life. Paul says that the consolation that you may receive, the, the consolation is, as you give unto his ministry, amen, that the same 
comfort, the same consolation that he operated that you would receive also. And the same grace that was upon his ministry that you would receive also. The oil. The oil flows down from the head. Amen. And so you are not the head over. Yes, you are the head, not the tail. But you, when you entered into the kingdom and became activated, you were not over everyone else. You were in a set place. God set you in a place. Amen. Matthew chapter 16, verses 13 through 19. When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? And they said to him, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah, one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, or son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father, which is in heaven. So it wasn't flesh and blood. It was not that which was of the earth, but that which was of the father from heaven. And I say to you that you're Peter and upon this rock. I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So so knowing that Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God, acknowledging that and then taking his place. If Jesus is the rock, we know that Jesus is the stone of stumbling, the rock of offense. And now, Peter, now you are a rock. So you're you're taking your place beneath Jesus as an apostle and also the word to the church that revelation knowledge that Jesus is the Lord. He's the Messiah. He's the king. He's the anointed one upon this revelation. Upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So in operation against the gates of hell, operation against the devil, you have success. The gates of hell shall not prevail against that revelation. Jesus, the anointed one, Peter, amen, is a, is a rock of that rock, amen. We are lively stones built up into a spiritual house. So you know that, that we are rocks also if we are in the right place. Amen. The rock. Amen. That, that, the, the building blocks of the temple, if you're, you're in the right place, submitted to heavenly authority. Amen. And verse 19, I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Amen. And so he says, so I give you the keys to the kingdom. Amen. Key, keys represents authority from heaven. I give you the keys to the kingdom, authority from heaven to operate in behest of the Lord. You know, what are you doing? Apostle, what are you doing? I'm, I'm operating in the kingdom. Who gave you that authority? The, the Lord did. I'm, I'm in behest of the Lord. How do you know that that is in apostle? He, he is yielded to that heavenly authority. Now he operates by heavenly authority. The Bible says that God confirming that word with signs and wonders in various gifts of the Holy Ghost. Amen. How do you know that apostles is, is operating? Amen. Number one, he is not teaching in rebellion against God. He's not teaching damnable doctrine which causes people to be worldly and to rebel against the Lord. How do you also know the works of God? Amen. So the works that we do are the same works that Jesus did, which are the works of the Father. Amen. You said, how do I know in Revelation those that claim the apostles and are not? The apostles do the works of God. Amen. That God set his seal that these are my works. Amen. So just like Jesus healed the sick, raised the dead, cast out devils. Amen. Cleanse the leper. So that we will heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out devils. Amen. Freely you have received, freely give. Amen. The operation of God. And we're flowing, <laughs> we're flowing in that same spirit of God. Amen. That Jesus operated by. Is it to make a name for ourselves? No, it is to do the will of God. Amen. We flow with the Holy Spirit. 
We flow with the kingdom of God. We are not at odds with the Lord. We are one with him. So keys is authority from heaven. It is also that which is um, secrets. It speaks of secrets being revealed, God revealing his secrets. So heaven backs you up because you are set under the authority of heaven. You're part of God's divine order. You operate within the government of heaven. And so the Lord gives you the keys of heaven. He says, whatever you lock up is locked up. And whatever you unlock is unlocked. <laughs> Man, how could God trust someone with keys from heaven? <laughs> Man, because we're one with heaven. Amen. The, the same will of heaven is what we are doing. Submitted to God, submitted to his kingdom. Therefore, the oneness of the kingdom is upon us. It's set upon us. Amen. The government, amen, of Jesus is, is going out throughout this earth as we operate. Amen. Praise be to God. First Samuel. This may have to be the last scripture. First Samuel. Chapter 15. Verse 23, 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 23. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry, because you have rejected the word of the Lord. He also has rejected you from being king. So this is what Samuel spoke over King Saul. King Saul had disobeyed the Lord. God gave him a holy commandment to take out the Amalekites. And he, and he left King Agag alive and took the best of the livestock for himself. So his heart was not with the Lord. His, his spirit was not with the Lord. And so Samuel says it very plain, plainly. He says rebellion. So what is rebellion? It's the spirit of Satan. It's what got him cast out of heaven when he was an angel, Lucifer, is what got him cast out, is what he brought into this earth, is what he spoke to Eve, is that spirit of rebellion to go against, and I'll be quite honest, to go against the spirit of God on the word of God, the spirit of God on the word of God. If I had time, I would teach that. It's, it's you're against the spirit of God on the word of God. So rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity which is lawlessness and idolatry amen so witchcraft is divination amen it is looking to little g gods which would be devils looking to gods to to see what is the right thing to do the will amen we're supposed to look to god for the will of god Amen. So being disconnected from God. Rebellion in this earth is rebellion. Amen. When you don't flow with the kingdom of God, you don't flow with the Holy Spirit. Amen. And I'll say this. You cannot command a devil if you are partakers of his spirit. So that spirit of rebellion. Amen. So Holy Ghost, I feel the right hand of the Lord. I feel, I feel the power of God. I feel the right arm, <laughs> the right hand of the Lord. <laughs> Amen. You cannot cast out a devil. You cannot command a devil if you are partakers of his spirit of rebellion. You go through everything that I've, I've taught you, which is on, only a portion of submitting yourself to God and resisting the devil. Amen. Who hath believed our report? And to whom has the right arm of the Lord been revealed? Amen. It is, it is those who believe the report and are yielded to the Spirit of God. Amen. If you speak against ministers, you're out of order. Amen. You're not a part of God's divine order. Amen. If you believe that it is your calling to point out ministers who are wrong. You, you, are, you are out of order. You, you are partaker of the devil's spirit, that spirit of rebellion. It, it came out. 
Amen. Thank you, Lord, that things come out that I may not normally say. Holy Ghost. Praise God. If if you're unwilling to be properly covered, what do I mean? First Corinthians chapter 11. God is the head of Jesus. Jesus is the head of man. Man is the head of woman or husband is the head of, of wife. Divine order. That was given unto you as a gift for you to test yourself. Amen. To see if you are operating in God's divine order. Amen. And so that woman is supposed to be covered. So she has to submit to her husband. Amen. That man has to be willing to lead or to take that place. Amen. And Jesus covers him. Remember, the husband and wife, they are one. If the woman is submitted, she's submitted to the oneness that God has issued or decreed. Amen. So she's submitted to Jesus also, as she is submitted to her husband and her spiritual authority. She, she is not permitted to teach and usurp authority over a man. That's the word of God. You can't get rid of it. You can't. Expunge it. She's she's supposed to be, she's supposed to be covered. Amen. And and she is not permitted to pray or prophesy with her head uncovered. Amen. You said this this is unfair. It seems like you are you're picking on women. But the 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 counterpart of that is that he has chosen the woman to be the image to to show what a submitted church looks like, a submitted church to the headship of Jesus, operating in anointing and power. Can Jesus get results? Amen. Yes, he can. Amen. It is rebellious men that hinder Jesus from getting results. Amen. And so the Lord has given some things to to constrain that rebellious nature, to put it down, to show you whether you are contentious or not. <laughs> Amen. To show you, because you'll fool yourself or and you'll join yourself with others that will, will try to fool yourself. Amen. Ha, ha, ha. Ooh. Others. I, I got that, Lord. Yes, gatherings of others, others, others. Fooling themselves, amen. In a pot, they're operating in a pot, swimming, walking in a pot, amen. Holy Ghost, they are moving, quarter by shataba, in a pot. Holy Ghost, joined with others, saying that they are right. Hallelujah. That cauldron, that pot, amen. But there's fire under that pot as you as you swirl around in that pot, affirming each other, confirming each other. Amen. Patting each other on the back, telling each other that you are right. Amen. And so the Lord says that he is dealing with that for the pot will become hot. We are in the latter days. The heat is turned up. The pot is getting hotter. Hear the word of the Lord and heed the word of the Lord, clearing call of the Lord, a two-edged sword, which is able to divide asunder. Hallelujah. Soul from spirit, joints from marrow. Hallelujah. Separate you from wrong relationships. Amen. Would you hear the Lord if you were separated from those people who are telling you the same things which are wrong? Could you? Could you? Would you? <laughs> Regard the word of the Lord. If he separated you, Amen. hallelujah. If he brought you, hallelujah, unto himself, amen. For the Lord is the great lover. <laughs> oh, Lord, how you say things. You are the great lover, hallelujah. You, ain't, you don't have to force yourself on anyone, <laughs> amen. Praise be to God that you are loving, hallelujah, drawing with cords of love, amen, correcting so sweetly, amen, correcting so sweetly, 
amen, to make them to belong to you, to be yours. Hallelujah. Word of the Lord to deliver you from the pot. Amen. That boiling pot, amen, from the voices of others that keep you bound. Hallelujah. To be separated unto the Lord, to hear his voice and to regard him for who he is. Hallelujah. Oh, that the Lord would open his heart. Amen. What would it do? to you if the Lord opened his heart, his secrets unto you. Would you remain the same? Could you remain the same? Amen. This is the word of the Lord to you. Thank you, Father, in Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. For more information, visit ChristBeGlorifiedMinistries.com and you can also follow us on Facebook under Christ Be Glorified Ministries. Thank you so much and God bless you.